Welcome to the Mortgage Vault podcast hosted by Voltage. Voltage is a mortgage automation company that helps mortgage lenders and servicers reduce the time and cost to close and board mortgages. Mortgage Vault podcast is for mortgage industry professionals who want to stay ahead of the curve. Every week you will hear from experts, thought leaders and legends on what's next in the mortgage industry. All of this with just one goal in mind that you stay on top of your game. So, sit back, relax and enjoy this episode of Mortgage Vault. Hey everybody, it's Sanat, marketing head at Voltage and your host today. Voltage is a mortgage automation software that helps you produce and service more loans doing less work. Welcome to Mortgage Vault podcast. Today, we are very excited to welcome Rick Swibinski. COO at the Mortgage Collaborative. Thank you so much for joining us, Rick. Happy to do it. Thanks for having me. Great. So, Rick, we would love to talk to you about the Mortgage Collaborative and the various initiatives through which TMC intends to, you know, activate the power of network for its member companies. Now, over the past few years, Mortgage Collaborative has emerged into a highly respected cooperative forum for mortgage lenders. In this context, can you help us understand what is the core mission of Mortgage Collaborative? I think it's to even the playing field. You know, the largest mortgage lenders in America have so many advantages. Uh, the economies of scale, marketing, dollars, resources, technology. And, you know, what we really chiefly look to do with the Mortgage Collaborative is through collectively negotiating partnership agreements with, you know, best in breed, third-party providers to the mortgage industry to bring down the cost of products and services to our members. And then probably more importantly, to you know, create an environment where we can have our members benefit from all the incredibly intelligent people that are key leaders from our 225 lender members nationally and uh, create a culture of openness where people are invested in each other's success. And it's really powerful to see happen when you see if it's video session or in-person sessions at our biannual conferences, mortgage lenders from all across America, sharing best practices, interacting with one another, and emerging from these get-togethers stronger and uh, better positioned to compete against their larger competitors. Got it. So it seems that TMC is on a mission to kind of provide that competitive advantage through the collaborative network that it kind of brings to the table. Am I correct in that? Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, you know, we really feel like uh, mortgage lenders that are small, medium-sized mortgage lenders through membership in TMC are positioned to compete just as effectively as, as these large national lenders through, you know, you know, many of the things we're doing for our members. Sounds great. Now, one unique message of TMC has been the power of network. So how being a part of this network uh, provide value to its member companies? You know, if I have to kind of get your thoughts on that. Yeah, you know, the mortgage industry is always changing. The change is never ending is where I was going. And, you know, and the technology continues to emerge as well. And it has been for quite some time. So as a mortgage lender in you know, your desire to grow market share, uh, to operate more efficiently, more profitably, to create a better customer experience. There's so many different things that you have to juggle as a leader. 
So we talk about the power of the network. It is all the different ways that we're helping our members navigate those waters. If it's our data benchmarking tool that on a monthly basis uh, lets them understand how they're performing from an efficiency and profitability standpoint against our whole network, their peer group within it. If it's connecting them with fellow members that are current clients of a third party provider that they're thinking about using, you know, that in and of itself has been really a ton of value to the members. Uh, and then there's, you know, the financial piece of it as well. We're negotiating with our preferred partners. We're representing the second biggest mortgage lender in America behind Rocket Mortgage, uh, collectively our members. So we're able to use that and harness that to deliver better pricing, discounts, incentives to them with the best third-party providers in the mortgage industry. Great. So you made a mention of the preferred partner network. So I would like to understand a bit about this. Now, obviously, TMC has a section called the Preferred Partner Network, you know, which you just said. So can you give me some insights into what TMC looks for in a preferred partner and what are the benefits of achieving that status? So most importantly, they have to be an excellent service provider for current members of ours. I mean, you know, I think there's been other groups similar to TMC that have existed in the past in the mortgage industry that maybe were selling their own products or had ownership stake in certain companies. I think one of the things that makes TMC different is we are independent, independent in that, you know, the four guys that founded the company own the company. We're not selling any products or services to our members. So when it comes down to our preferred partner network, we have 68 companies that are preferred partners to TMC and all of them got there the same way. We've had members recommend them to us. In many cases, we go out to our members and enlist their feedback on the types of experiences they're having with them. So that's the most important thing um, is they have to be, you know, an excellent service provider and, uh, you know, offer a good price and good service. Beyond that, though, they also have to fit our culture, a really unique culture at TMC. The last conference we had was 13, 14 months ago, but we had a lot of first-time members there. And First-time members to a TMC conference always kind of say the same thing. It's, you know, some level of shock and awe over, you know, how much the members love each other, how invested in each other's success they are. Our partners have to fit that culture as well. Uh, we don't want partners that are going to come in and bowl people over and use really heavy-handed sales tactics. We want partners that, you know, act as consultants to our members, um, that contribute to a lot of the educational and networking things that we're doing within the network and kind of soft sell the product. And uh, they don't have to sell as hard because our members know that uh, any company that's a preferred partner at TMC, they're there because their brethren has blessed them. Got it. I think one of the key takeaways from your answer was preferred partners should typically act like consultants to other members in, in the network. And uh, instead of doing a hard sell, it should rather be more of a consultative approach. So as a follow-up to this question, you know, you, you mentioned about conferences and, you know, networking events. So what are some of the key engagement formats or events through which member companies can typically leverage the power of network at TMC? Yeah, so we host two conferences a year. Uh, you know, obviously the last year we, we haven't, but uh, we'll be back in September, a real nice resort just outside Los Angeles called Tyrannia, uh, September 19 to 21. And we'll be in South Beach, Miami, Florida, the following February after that. So twice a year, we host large member conferences that are really highly interactive events, unlike really any other conferences being conducted in the mortgage industry in that it's almost all breakout sessions. You got at least four or five different 
topic options at each time slot. All the sessions are led by lenders. The topics are selected by our members. So it's the most relevant topics with not sessions, but discussions facilitated by the members of ours that are the best and brightest at those topics. So we do a number of other things that are unique at our events that allow our members to network one another, to learn from one another. Uh, so there's the conferences. Then we do these events called collaboration labs, where we pair together between like six and 15 lender members, similar size and scope, try to make it where they don't directly compete with one another geographically. Everybody signs a mutual NDA. Uh, we collect a bunch of data metrics, compile it side by side. And a member of our team helps facilitate just a day and a half deep dive discussion on every aspect of running a mortgage banking operation. Obviously, with the, me the metrics as the backdrop of a lot of it, we've been doing the labs now for over four years. We've had over 130 lender member companies participate in a collab lab. You know, the feedback we get from the labs is pretty consistently like this is the most valuable time I have spent doing anything in the mortgage industry. I mean, picture sitting in a room with, you know, eight, 10, 12 other lenders very similar to yours in a safe haven environment of being able to talk through every aspect of running your business from operational workflow and infrastructure to experiences with third parties and how you execute in the secondary market. So, and then lastly, we do so much virtually. We rolled out just before the pandemic, ironically, a virtual platform called TMC Connect through which we're running about 25 to 30 different virtual educational or networking sessions a month designed to be a soft rollout. The beginning of last year got kicked into full gear in mid-March as we found ourselves hosting three or four sessions a day all the issues that were most relevant to members when they were terrified mid-March, how to handle in-person closings and interior appraisals and how to mitigate buyback risk with all the employment disruption. So that was one good thing about the pandemic for us is it really kind of fast forwarded the, the launch of TMC Connect and now is just a, a huge part of our fabric and framework as an organization. Wow, that really sounds intense. You know, 25 workshops in a month is too much but but that's really great that that's the best part of it you know i know now the way i also see it is that uh, tmc is also moving beyond just networking you know sessions and events and and uh, providing a platform for for lenders right i see that it has recently ventured into funding so i understand that tmc launched its emerging technology fund so i just wanted to understand your thoughts on this how will this catalyze the technology adoption in mortgage lending? Yeah, so we launched our Emerging Technology Fund last November. And, you know, it really, it was the idea for it, like everything we do, was came to us from our members. Uh, I think it was uh, about a year and a half ago at one of our conferences. We do a session at the end of the conference called the CEO Roundtable. All the CEOs, all our member companies, just in a big room and just an open discussion on you know, all the top takeaways from the conference and things going on in the industry and the topic came up of just emerging technology and you know how the largest lenders in america our members fear that uh you know the rockets and you know the money center banks and all these giant lenders were going to be able to through you know their vast resources be able to just get far ahead of them as it relates to emerging technology options and borrower facing bells and whistles. And uh, one of our members kind of stood up and said, why don't we do something about it? Like we got a hundred and some lenders in the room here. Like we could do it. And that was kind of where the idea of the tech fund was born. Fast forward about a year later from that. And uh, we launched the fund and basically premise behind it is uh, we hired a fund manager and, you know, he's 
out there in the marketplace. Uh, he's very well connected and a lot of experience running funds and, and fintech and finding intriguing emerging tech options, providers that are looking for funding. They bring them in front of our limited partners, uh, our members that have chosen to participate in the fund. It's optional. Our members assess the options. And if they want, it's a pledge fund is the way it's set up. So our, even if you are a limited partner, you don't have to invest in you know a traditional fund. You would invest money and the fund manager would invest it for you, how he or she sees fit. Right. This is different. They have the option. So it's pretty unique. It's pretty neat. And the beautiful part about it is for the technology providers that are getting funded through it is the investors are ultimately their end clients. So our members are able to provide them with a lot of productive and constructive feedback through the process. You know, they're left with investors that, I mean, think about it. If if a member of ours felt strongly enough in a company to invest in it, the chances are highly likely that they'll be a customer of the product uh, ultimately. So... Right, right, absolutely. And I personally feel that this is the need of the hour because per se, I was just reading a statistic somewhere that, uh, you know, on average, the spend on technology in a mortgage production workflow is around 2%. So which is very less compared to maybe any other industry. So, so I feel that this is an area where a fund like this can make a lot of dent in the ecosystem for sure. So taking this question one step Further, how do you see investment opportunities shaping up for TMC Fund in 2021? So we made our first investment. And, you know, I think when we launched the fund, we envisioned it would be all startup companies. I don't know. Maybe that's just the way I was thinking. But, you know, our first investment that we made collectively as a group was in an existing preferred partner of TMC, Maxwell. They're a point of sale solution provider that's looking to expand their offering, raising Series B funding to do so. And our members loved it. They loved what they were doing. They loved the plan. A couple of them were clients, point of sale side, and collectively invested a little over a million bucks, I think, in in Maxwell. So now our uh, the second investment that is not final yet, but imminent. Is more of a startup company, more of a traditional emerging technology provider. Beyond that, though, it's hard to say. We're looking at a lot of different opportunities right now for potential investment here in the spring and the summer. So much is changing still. So, you know, I think a lot of the things we're looking at by their own admission are not finished products or visions. And but it's a lot of it is obviously in and around automation of tasks that are human right now in the mortgage industry. It. Uh, uh, leveraging, you know, things like uh, document recognition and artificial intelligence and those emerging technology uh, tenants that, uh, you know, are starting to make their way into the mortgage industry more prevalently. Got it. You know, very interesting as a follow-up to this question. It might sound very similar to the first one, but if I have to ask you, you know, what kind of technology companies are ideal candidates for TMC fund? I would answer that question the same way I answer the question like when I hear from a lender that we're talking to about, hey, what kind of mortgage lenders are TMC members? I say anybody like we have we have big banks, we got community banks, we got credit unions, big and small independent mortgage banks. And that's really the way I view the tech fund. I think any company that is looking for funding to enhance what they're doing that is helping expedite and move forward the mortgage lending process from a technology standpoint is a potential candidate. And I think we've seen that in our first couple investments, you know, one being uh, a more traditional emerging tech, you know, kind of startup and one being an established brand that was looking to expand what they were doing and expand the scope of services that they offer their clients. So, Great, great. I think that uh, kind of summarizes 
very well the kind of companies that typically would be idle candidates for TMC fund. So on that note, we'll take a short break and there's a lot more to cover on the other side. So stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Voltage. Voltage is an AI-driven mortgage automation software that has helped leading mortgage companies reduce their document processing time and cost by more than 50%. To learn more, visit us at www.voltage.com. Welcome back. We are in conversation with Rick Swabinski, CEO at the Mortgage Collaborative. So Rick, you know, we are really excited to talk to you about your current role. And as the COO at TMC, what are the key focus areas for you this year? Yeah, so, you know, we, we want to get back to live events and you know, we've had a little pause on that, and, but it's a huge part of who we are. There's so much you could do virtually, so many great things you could do virtually. We've seen that over the course of the last year. You know, at the end of the day, uh, we are a very human organization and, and our members love seeing each other. They really do. And it helps add to the bond and the culture and uh, all the things that make people really love TMC. So that's going to be a big focus for us this year. We're going to do some in-person collab labs, uh, you know, in the next few months here uh, and then uh, come back to our biannual conferences in late September, uh, just outside Los Angeles. So that's something we're going to be working hard on. At the same time, you know, I think a lot of our members that may be a depository that has a limited travel budget or a member organization that wants to involve a large member of their managers and leaders and what TMC is doing. And maybe it doesn't make sense to send eight or 10 people to a TMC conference that love what we're doing virtually as well. So uh, definite plans this year to continue to expand upon what we're doing through the virtual TMC Connect platform. Uh, we recently added two more working groups. We now have seven different working groups of like industry professionals, servicing professionals, marketing professionals, cap markets, heads of ops, HR, CRA, and a women's networking group. Those are all comprised, obviously, of the people that do those things for our member companies. So those have been very valuable to the members. So we want to continue to expand upon the working group initiative and also technology, the same way that our members are adopting new technology. We're really focused on a lot of internal initiatives to leverage things like artificial intelligence. So, hey, maybe a TMC member could go onto a mobile app we're developing or the TMC website and say, hey, I want to be connected with other community banks that use fill in the name vendor. Um, and they can see, you know, a listing of them and get contact info and, you know, go to the next level also with how we spotlight all the great offerings our partners offer for our members. So those are uh, some of the things uh, amongst others that uh, are at the top of the priority list here for the coming year. Wow, the roadmap sounds really, really interesting. So Rick, I would like you to kind of reflect on the past year, right? The past year has been a watershed year because of uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Now, obviously because of this, many companies were struggling to kind of, you know, move to a remote online environment. Whereas on the other hand, TMC launched its, you know, virtual event, 12 days of TMC. So from your point of view, what stood out about this virtual conference compared to the previous events? Yeah, you know, I think when, when we knew we weren't going to be able to do a conference in the fall, we wanted to do something significant for the members virtually. And at the same time, everybody was doing virtual conferences. I remember, you know, just talking with our team in June and like just lamenting about the fact that 
this is going to be tough. Like people are are already sick of virtual stuff. And so we're going to have to really be creative and really think critically about how we drive true value through this event. So um, made a couple decisions and everybody was doing virtual events in the fall, the, the main conference right. season. So we're like, let's wait, you know, let's wait end of the year. In theory, it's going to be a little bit slower. It wasn't. And let's give it a fun, cool theme, theme it around the holidays. Right. Uh, let's also bring in a lot of non-industry stuff. We brought in and went out and spent a lot of money on 12 non-industry virtual keynotes that kicked off each of the 12 days. Uh, some really prominent people that had great messaging that we felt could tie into our members' businesses without being in the business. And then, you know, like everything that we do from a conference or content standpoint, it was just extreme focus on the most relevant issues, the most dynamic lender discussion leaders, and structuring in the, the events in a way where people are not talked at hate being talked at to make them interactive, inclusive. And at the end of the day, where people will leave these virtual sessions stronger and uh, with very tangible things that they can implement into their business. So we, we couldn't have been happier with how it went. I mean, to the point where we decided, you know, immediately, we, you know, we knew that we as of a couple of months ago, it, it for sure, but that we'd be able to do in-person conferences again this year. But we always knew we're going to, we're 12 days of TMC is something we're going to do every December from here on out. So. Wow. That, that's quite a profound story. Great. So in taking this question one step further, in your opinion, you know, how will COVID impact the adoption of virtual events and networking sessions in the mortgage industry? Yeah, I think they're here to stay. You know, you know, the mortgage industry is a very human business, especially for an organization like ours that really feeds off relationships and culture and sharing. That said, I think everybody has seen that, that there are definite advantages to the Zoom thing, the video thing, and being able to connect with people and you know see their face across the country anytime you want. If it's to share a virtual cocktail on a Friday early evening, somebody you haven't seen in a while, or you know, to jump on a Zoom with fella, somebody that's using an LOS that you're thinking about using to get the real world experience of how it is as an actual client. So I don't, that's, you know, and I think it's also helped, you know, I think one of the challenges of the pandemic is just leadership development in general with not having people in person and, you know, how you develop leaders. That said, I think there's so many more opportunities available now through virtual things for aspiring managers and leaders in the mortgage industry, you know, to be able to learn and connect and network. So the virtual thing is, you know, it's definitely here to stay. Great, great. I think that makes a lot of sense. So as we move towards the end of this interview, right? So I'd like to ask you last two questions, which are of a personal nature. So what do you think is the reason behind your own success? If you can share a bit about your learnings, discoveries, that has helped you in your professional as well as personal life, that will be great. To me, it's not rocket science. I've, I've always tried to really just outwork people and to keep my finger on the pulse of what our members are going through, to stay abreast of everything that's going on in industry. I tell our team all the time, like we don't have to be world-class experts at any one aspect of the mortgage lending industry, but we have to know everything that's going on with every aspect of the mortgage industry. And it's just, 
we, at the end of the day, we are an organization that, you know, helps mortgage lenders nationally operate more profitably, efficiently, intelligently. Uh, there's no way you can successfully do that without just immersing yourself in, in everything that's going on in the mortgage industry and reading and networking and listening and everything, uh, just keeping your finger completely and, and squarely on the pulse of, of all the happenings in the industry. So to me, it's not much more difficult than that. Work hard, stay relevant. Wow, that's a great thought to, you know, to kind of go with uh, work hard and stay relevant. Amazing. The final question that I have for you, Rick, is that, you know, today's youngsters and millennials have a lot of choices in their career. So do you think that mortgage industry is something that can provide uh, them a long-term career? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I'm still to this day a little surprised at the fact that more young people aren't interested in our industry. You know, I think it still has a lot to do with everything that happened in 07 and 08 and 09. Uh, the mortgage meltdown, you know, really a lot of negative connotations with the mortgage industry from that. Uh, even for somebody that's coming out of college today, maybe, you know, they saw their parents, you know, have to foreclose on a home or get put into a product that wasn't the right one for them. But the mortgage industry is one where and it seems like everybody that's in it has kind of got their own story on how they accidentally got into it. Nobody goes to college to get into the mortgage industry. So many leaders in our industry that have degrees in other things that are completely not connected. But it is an industry where if you have a great work ethic, uh, common sense, and a quick brain that you can make a lot of money, like uh, way more money than, you know, coming out of college and being an accountant or uh, getting into retail or whatever else uh, people are going to college for these days. It is, uh, and it's a noble profession. It really is. I mean, you are, you are assisting people from start to finish with, uh, in most cases, the largest purchase of their lifetime. So uh, to me, anytime I get a chance to speak to young people, it is that message. Like, this is a great industry to get into. Great. I mean, thank you so much for talking to us, talking about Mortgage Collaborative in general, about, about the different things that Mortgage Collaborative is doing, and even your own personal insights into managing career, life as a whole. So, so I had an amazing time talking to you, Rick, and I'm sure our listeners would have also gathered a lot from today's conversation on everything. And I also hope you had a good time talking to me. I did. This was great. No, really appreciate the invite and really enjoyed doing it. Great, Rick. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for your time. And you have been extremely kind and patient. And that's a wrap from our side. <laughs>